How you doing? Hey, what's up, folks? This is Mixed Apes. It is. It's uh, Reed. I'm, I'm Reed. Race. I'm Reed. He's Race. That's, Don't confuse no, 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 the no. two. You're Reed. I'm Race. I'm Reed. You're Race. Okay, whatever. Okay. Hey, by the way, those uh, those are not our stage names, <laughs> if anybody was wondering. Nor are we on a stage. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, well, don't tell us that. But hey, we are getting ready to do an episode of our famous, world-renowned... You should know this song. Podcast. podcast. That's right. Uh, and we are glad that you're here. We're glad to, uh, you know, be getting this on. We are just a couple of idiots uh, hanging out, talking about music, doing our commentary thing, using a music, a lyric challenge format to get right. there. Right. Um, Playing some lyric games, some music games, and then... Most of what we do is just talk and talk, talk and, and talk. talk. Race talks more than I do. I mean, anybody. But I'm will, smarter than you anybody are. will hear that. Uh, <laughs> so this next episode that we're gonna throw at you has a kind of a surprise start to our prime challenge. So don't be startled. It just kind of jumps right into the game. And then also we're going to do a segment of Uncontrolled Substance after that that we think you're going to want to stick around for. So I think we're ready to go? Yeah, let's get it on. Here it goes. All right. So the first lyric bomb gets to be dropped by... Me. Race. I'm giving you... For me. What you got here. You should know this song. It's too late to change events. Something the consequence. Am I right? What is it? That's, oh my gosh, correct. it's floating around back there. It's too late to change. It's time to face the consequence. What is this? Um, did you hear that? It was right in there. It's too late to change events. It's time to face the consequence. How could I connect those together before I saw the second part and not be able to guess it now? What's the next line? Um, I, can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. Is it the... Faithfully pursue your... Nope, tell me who it is. It's Depeche Mode. Oh, too late to change. Mm-hmm. Policy uh, of Truth. Policy of Truth. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. I could hear it right there. Written by Martin Gore. Mm-hmm. And this is on the um, the Black Album. I can't remember the name of it. It was kind of like their, they became mainstream with this album. Yeah. Uh, your Own Personal Jesus Personal was on Jesus there. on there and what have you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of it either. Um. Oh, it's right there. Violator. Violator. There, there you go. go. Is it a, <laughs> the word get out of my head. The word enumerator was coming out of my head. <laughs> enumerator was coming out of my head. That was this was kind of when I found Depeche Mode. Like and they were this was, you know, I, I don't know, five, six, seven albums along. Right. right. Um, they were they had been but I had no familiarity with them. And I think I kind of got to them via ministry, maybe. Like they were played on the radio station that I was sure, listening sure. to at the time. In that same vein, ministry. There's a reference. Oh man, I was I uh, I listened to um, Every Day Lord. is Halloween. Yeah, this week, uh, like went and found it to listen to it. <laughs> For some reason, it popped into my head, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta hear that." This is, uh, this is one of the great things about this show. I haven't uh, about doing this with you. The mixed whole mixtape thing is another band I love that I just haven't thought of. Hey, you had forgotten about in them. so long. I just haven't thought of them and. If you're not listening to Sirius Satellite Alt Radio Channel or some similar. Yeah, like, I mean, that's where I'm getting it, honestly, that kind right. of stuff. You know? I listen to, you know, when I'm buzzing around listening to radio, streaming music. Sure. I've really been listening, using YouTube music, but I've gone through a couple other streaming 
channels. Sure. When I hate them all. Um, except that if the channel is working well for you, you get a good mix of what you're in the mood to hear right then. Whether you know it or not. If it's doing its job, which may be pointing out the obvious, but the thing I'm getting to is then you don't vary around too much for the rest of the like if i'm hooked and they're playing and the the station station is playing stuff that's keeping me in that mood right i'm just listening to it yeah and it's so like it's actually like a radio station you get into a groove you yeah. know and it's like the different branding of radio stations in that but then the other thing is you sometimes <clears throat> you don't ever really get out of that sometimes you know what exactly I mean? you so know? you forget to go adventure yeah you forget I, to go i have a friend my neighbor wayne you've met him across the street yeah. and he whatever streaming service he happens to be listening to right now and i couldn't tell you what it is but he was commenting that it, like it went from slayer to charlie daniels kind of a thing yeah, yeah. Because the more different stuff you listen to, the more of those things go into the algorithm. Absolutely. It may not be great at segues, you know, but it does play the variety right, of it. Right. When we uh, when we first started listening to stream, we had Google Music. Yeah. My family. Yeah. And it was like sixteen bucks a month for, a for five or six users to have their own individual histories and accounts. Yeah, yeah. And the way that it worked, like. I could play, for example, Thin Lizzy Radio, and it played Thin Lizzy Radio. Right, right. Not Thin Lizzy, Thin Lizzy exclusively, but songs that should have been on Thin Lizzy Radio. It was great. I right. loved it. I, I was a big proponent. I was tell, going out and telling people, hey, you got to get Google cool, cool music. <laughs> um, and then it went away and became yes, YouTube music, YouTube which music. is not bad. It's just different. Right, it's, right. You got to get used to a different thing. Yeah, the algorithms again, are not the same, and all the stuff that I had built up—not as far as my playlist and that—those came with me. But right. the the content that was behind the playlist, the other stuff that it would suggest, for example, right, right, was a completely different setup, and was it appeared to be more video driven than audio driven. And I'm not watching music. I'm. I mean, well, that, doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean that I don't sit and watch videos. I was gonna but, say, I one of the things I like about at least the thought of YouTube music is the fact that on the interface you can click to the video whenever you want that said uh in the whatever year and a half probably that i've been using youtube music i think i've clicked over to the video three times yeah so but i do like the thought of especially when you're you know for whatever reason when i'm here i go being an old guy thinking back about the stuff that i get a kick out of is Watching videos from when MTV first started. Sure. Because I think MTV was a thing. You know what I mean? MTV started at one point and it played right. through your TV. And what was happening there? You know what I mean? So some of that is fun to think about with YouTube music. But I, I do like, for the most part, the way the algorithm works. Well, that drifted and it was kind of boring. But I want to get back to the Depeche Mode thing. And it reminded me that last night I went to see... A band that hasn't played in a long time, Gravity Kills, that hasn't, um, you know, they, they stopped touring and putting out and all that stuff um, some years ago. Well, they had a little a little get-together and a pretty big show at the pageant here in St. Louis. And it was a great show and a great turnout and a great crowd. And reminded me of a lot of Gravity Kills songs that really, I really do and did enjoy. And they're from that era. They're from the, you know, the alternative music, 90s, 2000s. Um, and they played Personal Jesus, 
And I think they may have covered it on an album at some point, and I just never heard it. You know what I mean? I wasn't aware of it because they just went right into it. They they didn't didn't, bring it out of the closet. They didn't say, and we're, you know, we're going to play this song you might be familiar with, whatever. They just started playing it with their own twist on it. And it was awesome. Yeah. They did a really, really good cover of Personal Jesus. So if you get the chance to go out and listen to that, Maybe it's or out there. Ge- or, I didn't, or just I didn't, the band in general. Or the band in general. Gravity Kills really did have... I mean, they really have some great songs. Obey Gravity. It's um, the law. <laughs> or, or it'll kill you. Okay, on to my challenge for Race of Apes. You ready for this? I'm ready. You should know this song. Watch how we used to fill the empty spaces where we used to talk. Give me more. All right, more is coming. How can I feel the final places? How final places? How can I compete the wall? Watch how we used to fill the empty spaces where we used to talk. How can I feel the final places? How can I complete the wall? Boy, I don't know. Read. Really? Yeah, no. That one didn't hit you. Um, Not at all. That is um, off of the wall. Which I was kind of hovering the cursor around the wall. Although it's not the song, The Wall. Sure, it's Floyd. It's Young Lust off of The Wall, Pink Floyd. Um, Great song. Uh, It may may or may not be familiar to you. I'm not not sure how much of a Floyd listener you are or were. Uh, Well, radio. I mean, I I, I think I had... This was on the radio. Yeah. I'm just a new boy, stranger in this town. Sure, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Is that this song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah. I know the song. I just didn't know the well, words. Well, and actually, in fairness, fairness, this is like that Moody Blues song that uh, I gave you the clue to that was the spoken part, the prelude sure. to Lovely to See You Again. This is kind of like that because this is sung, but it's kind of a prelude. It's only these two lines prelude to the song actually starting, kind of. Really? Yeah. So maybe that's a little unfair. I had, um, what was the one after? Wish You Were Here. That was the, the, mm-hmm. the first, I think that may be the only Floyd album I ever bought. Right. Not the only one I ever had, but the only one I ever bought. Right. And I bought it. That was a great album. 1976, maybe, when it, was that when it came out? That sound right? Yeah, that's... 76, 77 in that right. era. And I love the album, but and, and I like Floyd in general. I just didn't... Wish You Were Here, yeah, it was probably about that. This, The Wall came out, uh, it's nauseating to say, in 79. It's always nauseating to say. How long, it? how it's long just ago? nauseating to think about. Uh, David Gilmore and Roger Waters wrote it. So, Wish You Were Here, yeah, pr- three years prior to that. Yeah. That's probably right. Yeah, well, so Animals would have been in between. Animals did they, did Animals they, uh, was after. Roll them out that quick? Yeah, man. Yeah, well, right. I mean, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, I'm going to say, was 75. Right, right. Right? And I, I made the mistake once of saying that pretty much that those three or four albums were the same album, um, because there was. But well, you a, said that in in certain company. Yes, in certain you were company, careful. Uh, yeah, said, you know, but like there essentially, some Pink Floyd zealots out there. Well, and, but I mean, like the Wall and or not not the Wall, but the the Wish You Were Here and um, Animals and Animals. There were big chunks of those that were musically thematically similar. A yeah. three chord rocker of this tempo. On one, a three-chord rocker of this tempo with the same key. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I got shouted down and, and probably <laughs> close to beaten down. But fortunately... You didn't say it in certain companies. Uh, yeah, so uh, at any rate. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, and it is your 
go at me. Come at me, bro. You got it. You should know this song, by the way. Lyric is, but I've wandered much further today than I should. That's the first lyric. And I'm saying first because, but I've well, wan- and the thing wandered, is, is but I've wandered much further, as in travel, and I can't seem to find my way back to the wood. Oh. That should be the key there. This is exactly what just happened. The same thing. You can hear it in your head, but you don't know what it is. He's whispering and looking off wistfully to the left there. So, is this um, it's not Christopher Robin and no, um, what's the name? Am I am I right? Yes. What's the name of what's the actual song name? I can't think of the song name. Uh, house at Help Pooh me Corner. If you, house at Pooh Corner. Help me if you can. I I have to get back Let's to that house at the corner. But at the house, we're going to buy one. Buy one. You'd be surprised there's so much to be done. Yes. Count all the bees in the hive, chase all the... Yeah, what, yeah. what great lyrics. And that is Loggins in Messina. Yes, it is. And that is... Holy cow. That's a mid-70s, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell you specifically. Uh, written by Kenny Loggins. <clears throat> yeah. Um, a, a woman that I used to, to date had an album called Best of Friends. Yeah. That was a Loggins and Messina album. And I believe it was a, I guess, short, I say short release, but I mean a minor release, so Best right, of right, album. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. I haven't been able to find a copy of it, like, in 20 years. <laughs> and every song on it, it's, we did Your Mama Don't Dance, one of the most yeah, yeah. recent times, is on that same album. Um, it's all Loggins and Messina? Yeah, it's all, oh, okay, yeah, okay. it's called Best of Friends. Sorry, like, they were friends. And, oh, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at any rate, it was a great album, and it was all hits because it was kind of a best of album. It may have been a best of album with a new cut or two kind of a thing. You know, some people do that sometimes. Sure, sure. But at any rate, uh, something that I wanted to this song reminds me of something that I wanted to uh, maybe think about a segment for on the show. But it reminds me that, and I know this is true for you as well, and I'm sure for a lot of people, whoever's l- listening into this show, maybe more than once. Um, Winnie the Pooh didn't know what to do, doesn't know what to do. He's got a honey jar stuck on his head. Like, I could recite almost every word of that song. And I think right. I probably haven't heard it in at least 12 or 14 years. Sure. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like it was a song that I sought out. It wasn't like a song that all these great memories are wrapped around it or whatever. Yeah. For some reason, it just stuck. this song just rung to me right off the bat. And all the lyrics stuck in my head right off the bat. I can hear all the instruments right now. Now that, you know, once I yeah, recognize I mean, like, There's mandolin and guitar going on in the background. Absolutely. Yeah. And the whole song's just playing in my head. And I'm not pointing out this song, obviously, but there are songs that, as we've just discussed, that I knew and I loved and I have memories that are attached to, you know, parties you went to or a person you dated or whatever. That Depeche Mode song has a couple of those things, you know, wrapped around it. That I don't, I don't know that I could recite all the lyrics to. Sure. That I was listening to. Right. I wasn't really listening. to And that wasn't a song, song that like had huge airplay or anything that you would. Right. Right. I wasn't really listening to that song. I wasn't seeking it out, but I know every word of it. I mean, I could, I could recite the whole song. Why is that bizarre? What's the deal? Well, that's kind of what I wanted to go into. Is like, you know, pick a, pick a few songs for you <laughs> that are like that, and I'll pick a few sure. songs for me that are like that, like. I, I don't know why I know every word to this song. Sure. But, okay. But I get you now. I'm sorry I wasn't following along. And what what is what's going on there? You know, is there anything about how they're written or played or you know, is it the lyrical content? Is it the artist? Is it the time of your life? Well, there's some there's some um 
research about the modal structures and the keys that songs are written in. Yeah. Like that songs in certain keys get a certain emotional response from the majority of people. Things written in a minor, minor key make you wistful kind of a deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I'm, and I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying as an example, that could be the case. But sure. maybe that's kind of, if we go beyond just a musical structure, maybe there's that kind of thing. Like, right. Where it essentially hits a universal chord. Right. You know, it suits certain aspects of, of my yeah, but I mean my neurosis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, there's plenty of that to go around. Plenty of that. Okay, my turn. Send you a lyric bomb, and you should know this song. I'm standing here on the ground. That sounds like there's something there. You want to give me the next line? I do. Really, I do not. I want to let you uh, stew on that for a little while. That would be we'll, boring uh, for our friends, though. We'll go about that. The sky above won't fall down, so it's not going where I thought it was. I'm standing here on the ground. The sky above won't fall. fall excuse me, this please. This is, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little hint. This is, you know, alternative era, solidly. Uh, In the middle of what we do? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I don't know it. I'm not going to Before waste. the band was quite as well known, but it's a really well known song of theirs. This is In Excess. Really? Don't what? change. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm First uh, First lines of the song. You got me. I yeah. had no idea. Uh, that was 1982, so maybe that wasn't. I don't know. That's right there. It's right in the middle yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the album was Shabu Shuba. I always loved the name of that album. Never looked up what might have inspired them to to do it. But the writers, the songwriters, were in excess. The whole band. The whole band. Yeah. All the band. Uh, so I just. Put so it I remember band. that era. I remember <laughs> in excess in that era. Actually, um, that was kind of right when they became popular. Yeah, that uh, Shabu Shuba was their, uh, their debut and album. that song was like a, their breakthrough kind of thing yeah. in the U.S. at least. Yeah, they were like that album or the album prior to it. Now I can't remember. I had Shabu Shuba. I used to listen to it in the car all the time. Maybe it was that album had a um, "You're My Apparition, She's My Only One." Uh, what was that song? In I the don't silence, know. I think of you. Anyway, yeah, it had a lot of really cool. Uh, really, really alternative music on it. Like they were, uh, they were doing a different thing with the music, and it was a little funky, but it was quirky as shit. It was yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah. Very, very. And cool. and his voice is definitely something that. <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah. Like it catches you. you right. Know? Right. Pretty cool. All right, All right you're well, up. I've got one Tough for guy. you here, and uh, you should know this song. And if I had my way, I would reach into heaven. That sounds aggressive. That sounds, uh, that sounds aggressive. Um, I'm not getting anything from that. And pull you down a star for a present. Oh, yeah. Does that sound familiar? Like another one of those. Um, or it's... make you a chain out of diamonds? No. And pearls from a summer sea? Nope. Okay. I don't, I don't so... have that. I thought I knew where it was going, but now I know no, that that's, I uh... that song. That's Jim Croce. Really? Tomorrow is going to be a brighter day. Oh yeah, I don't, I, I don't know it, and I only know a few Jim Croce songs. My dad loved Jim Croce though, and had an eight track. I had a, uh, <clears throat> I actually had a Jim Croce music book, like a book of all of his music, like the like the sheet, the sheet music, music, the sheet music, yes, yeah, yeah, for many years when I was pretending to try and play guitar. <laughs> um, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> well, you you were actually much closer to playing. I was much closer to pretending. Um, 
Yeah, so that's obviously written as well by Jim Croce, as almost everything, everything that he did Jim was. Croce. He did very little in the way of. Written by Jim he did Croce. work with a guy named Maury Mohausen. Does that sound right? I think that's it. You're butchering it. You're butchering I it. Probably <laughs> am. Um, that he like was his guy that he worked with for years, and like uh, another tragic story. You know, airplane crash. Sure, just sure. As he yeah. Came to stardom, kind of a thing. So at any rate, that's what I got, and I believe it's your turn for and me. And he was to doing a, he was doing a lot of um, a, a lack of a better word. He was doing a lot of beautiful music. I mean, you know, he had Bad Leroy Brown and that kind of thing. Sure. Oh no, there's a don't bunch tell them Superman's cave. Yeah, no, there's there's the a bunch of really. But he also had uh, well that that song and that's time in a bottle yeah. and well, so and on the, and so forth. And the thing is, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily a hit or popular. Right. Um, Thursdays, Vespers. I mean, I could, I could right, right. sit here and quote song names. You know I mean, that, I, yeah. I lived there. I, I lived that era, right. you know. But then, I mean, we're talking ten years before we're usually talking. This is the early seventies, right. <laughs> right? Right, early seventies. Right now, it's my turn to clobber you over the head with something. So, why am I so aggressive? What is that all about? I have no idea. Here's a lyric for you, and you should know this song. Crying parents tell their children, if you survive, don't do as we did. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, no, I thought me, that was going to whoop you in the jaw right, right no, there. No, no, no. Go ahead. There you go being violent again. Yeah, what is up with that? I like my descriptors, nice. my, uh, you know, cartoon Zamboni descriptors. Okay, here's next line. The son exclaims, there'll be nothing to do. The daughter says she'll be dead with you. I, I have no idea. I wow. got nothing at all. I'm really, I'm kind of surprised. I thought that would be uh, in, I the, should know in the, this song. In the bucket there. You should know that song. That is uh, from 1982. Okay. Again, it is Stand or Fall by The Fix. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. By The Fix. I know that song. Apparently yeah. not. But <laughs> Apparently not. I, I, I guess I know the, the, the right. chorus is what I know. Right. Um, cool. I have a really, really fond memory of The Fix, and I miss the band immensely. I thought they were brilliant. Um, not just as an alternative band, but lyrically, musically, I just thought they were great. Um, so fix, Written you know, by. maybe, uh, wherever you are, put out another album or something, or if I'm just missing the fact that you're still famous in your home country, go ahead and let me know and I'll tune in. Um, that song was written by, uh, that was off the album Shuttered Room, by the way, which is great front to back. I had that album and, um, it was written by Adam Woods. Charles H. Barrett's, uh, Cyril Kernan, Cy Kernan, and uh, James West Orem, and Peter Greenall, whom I believe are the entire band. That's the entirety of the band. I named all of them, instead of just saying written by the fix. Uh, so that makes it you, okay. sir. Do your worst. And the lyric is... And you should know this song. you got to let me get that out before okay, you say the lyric is. Okay, I'm trying to bad, get on top of reading that right. lyric and not let a bunch of time lag there. Right ahead. Okay. I dreamed I did a good job and I got paid. I got well paid. I dreamed I did a good job and I got well paid. Don't have anything? Hit me. Blew it all at the Penny Arcade. I don't know it, but I love it. I don't... Uh, nothing is coming really? to me. Really? Nothing's coming to me. You should know this Blew it all at the Penny Arcade. I dreamed I did a good job, and I got well paid. Blew it all at the Penny Arcade. Who is it? It's John Hyatt. <laughs> Riding with the King. Oh. Which not only did he have as a hit, but also B.B. King and 
um, Eric Clapton had a really big hit with. As a, as a duet? As a duet. Um, they did a whole album together called Riding with the King, yeah, which know. is the name of AKA, not just right. this song, but the album that John Hyatt put out. Really? Yeah. We talked before about how I don't know enough John Hyatt. Right, which is why it's always a, a good... Right, you, it's a go-to for you. It's a go-to for me. Let me step on his head again. <laughs> now I have a fourth uh, homework assignment. Listen to more damn John Hyatt read. Well, that, and that's not a bad idea for anybody. Anybody, honestly. that's not you know, a bad suggestion. I mean, there's... Riding there's, with the King. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's before any... It's before certainly before anything that he was um, known for as a singer. I, it's way early. I'm going to say late 70s, maybe. And right. I should probably maybe start putting the years in my notes. I think um, it is interesting. I've been trying to trap them as I go through. Um, I don't know why, because most of the time when I say the year, then I moan at how old it exactly. is and how much it makes me want to throw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, do, I do like the, the uh, time reference, it, which reminds me of something else. And maybe this is for the actual show content. Maybe it's not. Like uh, 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 some of the stuff you're passing over are suggestions, ideas, record, which sure. we had on the phone of something I want to go back and remember to look at and reference a thought and go check out. Right. We don't have that exchange. Because it's not here. on the phone anymore we're because doing we're doing it, it a different it's not way. It's saved in my text sure. history. So you can't you. go back and look. Right. So, so what's may, the, uh, what's the magic deal that. there then? You know? I don't know. We may want to address that. Um, I mean, obviously we have it in audio, but who, you're not going to go back and skim through. Which, which well, recording we go, we go was that? We go listen which, to ourselves exactly. after, other than to yeesh, edit it, right? Yeesh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's something to keep in the, uh, uh, keep in the hopper there. Okay. Well... As long as you mention dates, I do want to... We had a conversation off-air. Um, it's 2023. It's 2023. Which, oh my God, I'm old, right? <laughs> but 50 years ago is 1973. Yeah. So I'm going to suggest that we kind of hold up on the lyric exchange for a minute and take a little stroll back <laughs> in time stroll down and talk about the stuff that came out in 1973. Let's okay. Let's do that. And I mean, we're not going to cover all of it by any means. We're just kind of kind of so. Is this technically through. an uncontrolled substance? This is an uncontrolled segue. substance segment. Yes, exactly. So, folks, we are veering off the path into uh, uh, the, uncontrolled un, well, substance yes, territory, and, and unf unfamiliar territory, honestly. <clears throat> so, I'm just going to kind of roll through a few of these, and then you can do. A few of them if you oh, want yeah. all right yeah, yeah yeah so in 19 these are albums that were released 50 albums, years ago in 1973 50 year old albums and whether you like it or not kind of the thing that i'm going with is this was a huge fucking year for rock and roll okay yeah yeah huge yeah. okay yeah. starting at the beginning and this is this is going to be in the sequence of which they were released okay right. So starting in the first part of the year in January, I'm not going to mention all of that, but we're going to go forward. Aerosmith's Aerosmith album, their primary, yeah, their seven, I guess yeah. seminal, their debut seminal, album, their uh, right debut, their debut, their debut. Uh, "Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey" by Springsteen and the E Street Band. Um, if you, by the way, as we go through these, know a song or two that you can name, oh, that had this sure, song, that had sure. that song. Uh, Who do we think we are? Deep Purple. Yeah. Um, 
Any any old wind that blows by Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash. Dixie I don't know Chicken by a Little Feet. Dixie we both know a bunch oh of that one, right? Uh, don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player by Elton John. Yeah. The Six Wives of Henry VIII by Rick Wakeman, which you referenced yeah. in a previous conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. about a piece that he where he built a whole album around a theme. But that was um, not Six Wives of Henry VIII, although... I, this I is the same see, kind of deal. It is the same kind of... It's a bit... Uh, which... In the 70s, you could still do a concept album. Sure. And you could also do a, uh, what was Tommy? Tommy was a... An opera. Uh, right. Rock, it was rock a, a rock opera. You could still do a rock opera. Uh, Rick Wakeman did a Journey to the Center of the Earth. There you as go. A, a yes. Yes. Um, at any rate, uh, moving on here. Uh, the guess Back who, in 72 by Paradise. Bob Seger. Artificial Paradise by Guess Who. Bob Seger, back in 72... Um, Graham Parsons' GP was that his was that his uh, for his I solo don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, free Heartbreaker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Derek and the Dominoes live in concert. So not not a new album, but I can Tina Turner. Let me touch your mind. They were apparently still together in seventy three. I would not have guessed. Right, right. Right. I thought that was over in the late sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So um, two stories in other dreams by Judy Collins. That's all just January. All right, February. Um, <laughs> uh, the Stooges' Raw Power, which would have been um, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, right? Iggy Baby. Uh, the Temps uh, did had Masterpiece, right? Um, I'm going to shout out to Lady Smith Black Mambazo, who is not a rock band and possibly really alien to this whole conversation. But you're a fan. But if you have not listened to what Lady Smith Black Mambazo has done over the course of multiple decades. Friends, take a minute and go be amazed. Okay, moving along. Um, Camel's debut album, that would have been Frampton, yeah, right? Frampton I believe. and Camel. Uh, Later I'd... to be called Frampton's Camel, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Rory Gallagher, Blueprint. Yeah, I don't love know that Rory album, Gallagher. but I love Rory, Gall Rory Gallagher. Um, <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult, Tyranny and Mutation. Yeah. Nice. Dr. John, In the Right Place, Wrong Time. Uh-huh. Uh, ARS, Atlanta Rhythm Section. Oh, and there's one we didn't cover when we did the Alphabet Soup. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. ARS. Atlanta Rhythm Section, yeah. Back Up Against the Wall. Mountain, the best of Mountain, which, uh, not new stuff, but uh, the best of Mountain is pretty good stuff to listen to. Okay. Shoot Out at the Fan Fantasy Factory, Factory by yeah, Traffic. Yeah. That's Traffic, a huge album, huge right? Huge album, yeah. And I'm just going to go to the, the top of stuff here. Dark Side of the Moon by Floyd. This is uh, this is the month of March now. We're transitioning yeah, month yeah. of March, nineteen seventy three. Same year. Uh, a Wizard, a True Star. That's Todd Rundgren. Uh, the second ELO, ELO album. ELO two, great album. Oh my gosh. The Captain and Me, the Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers, another really in deep Argent. Holy cow. Closing Time by Tom Waits. There's a Birds album the called Birds. Birds. Can Heat New Age T Rex. Roxy Music, for King Crimson. Yeah, these are all Lark's Tongues. What a great name for now. Yeah, Lark's we, Tongues in Aspect. Lark's Tongues in Aspect. Uh, Beck Bogart and Apathy by Beck Bogart and Apathy. That's a great album if you don't know it. Um, Led Zeppelin, Houses of the Holy, and right below that, Dolly Parton, My Tennessee Mountain Home. I mean, talk about a couple of... I know, uh, Dolly Parton's album would have been huge for that uh, fan base anytime. All right. Uh, and then Billion Dollar Babies by Cooper. Uh, Alice yeah, Cooper. big big album. Uh, Fleetwood Mac before everybody knew who they were was Penguin. Would, have been, would have been before right. um, Buckingham and before uh, Buckingham Palace, Buckingham Knicks. <laughs> Join um, the band. Ooh la la faces. I love that album. That's um, a great album. Rock Fog and roll, and rock by and roll? Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, Tangerine Dream. 
I listen. I, lo- I used to uh, listen to Tangerine Dream in an altered state. That's a great album. Pro- <laughs> in an altered state. I was in a different state. <laughs> probably altered. Procol Harum, Grand Hotel. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, we're still just in March. Um, Leo Kaki, my Leo Smiling, Kaki. that's a great one. Uh, Gladys Knight and Pip, the Pips, neither one of us, they had a big hit with the title song. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Oak, Arkansas, they were more local here, right? Still Alive and Well by Johnny Winter. Johnny Winter. Uh, Johnny Winter and, and we're not we just go. pulling songs up. These are actual albums. Right, here drawing. we go into April. Um, the two Beatles, the Blue Album and the Red Album. Right. Uh, since, ostensibly 1966 to, 62 to 66. Right. Compilations. Yeah. Absolutely. Those were just, by the way, those were just re-released last week. Oh, really? As, as uh, new um, mixes, etc. Where do you get that news? I don't get that news. Where do you get that news? I don't um, listen to the radio or anything. Exactly. So that's why I don't get that news. Um, Jake Owl's band, Bloodshot. Uh, Catch Bob, a Fire. Bob Marley and the Whalers, Catch a Fire. My gosh. Uh, and uh, there have been a couple of Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson and Jackson 5 releases mixed in over the, these months that we haven't mentioned. Um Aladdin Sane by Wait a David minute, Bowie. the Eagles Desperado that you may not be into it, but that was a gigantic album. I remember man. that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. David Bowie, Aladdin Sane, yeah, yeah. And I'm just gonna go now to stuff that is top of the tops, okay? Right, right. So anything. Uh Al Green, call me. Yeah. Uh <laughs> huge, huge. Seals and Gross Diamond Girl was big. Humble Pie Eat It. Oh my gosh. That's a big, yeah. big album. Yeah. Um Let's see here. And, and getting to the end of um, April here. The oh, Spitters. Steel Eye Span. There's names in here. Uriah Heap Live. That was a great album. I, Uriah Heap was a great band. We should do an episode of the best live albums. We should talk about that. Because oh, that's gosh. something that we'll have to argue about, right? We should do a different show. <laughs> uh, let's okay, see. here we are going into May. Uh, yeah. Uh, BTO. Uh, called Bachman Turner. <laughs> BTO, Order, BTO, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Yes Songs by Yes. yes that was a live songs. album that was oh phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. This is all still 1973. Mike Oldfeld and Tubular Bells. Yeah, that was, was not, that for anybody that doesn't remember, that was the soundtrack for. Soundtrack for The Exorcist. Ding, ding, right, was ding, the, the, ding, ding, ding. right, but there was the whole album was called Tubular Bells. Yes. And some of it was very esoteric. I actually had that album yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, George Harrison. Paul Simon, there goes Ryman Simon. Yeah. Commander Cody and the Lost Planet Air Stars. <laughs> what, that, isn't that right? Uh, I'll come so. back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Head to the Sky, Charlie Daniels, Honey in the Rock. Uh, Glenn Campbell's I Knew Jesus Before He Was a Star. I had to say that because of the name of the album. Come on, that's great. And can you believe that Glenn Campbell did an album by oh, that name. Right, by that name. And actually, by that name. And like actually Nazareth up there, Razmanaz, that was a great album. I mean, just Tower of Power, that eponymous album. album. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spooky Tooth. That's a great that's a great album cover. You, yeah, or, or, you album broke title. my heart, so I blood, uh, busted your jaw. That was a great album too. Um a In white June, sport coat and a pink crustacean. Jimmy Buffett Jimmy there. Buffett. Uh, Shotgun Willie from Willie Nelson. Which brings me uh, to interrupt for just a second. Jimmy Buffett was putting out albums in 1973. What? Yeah, anyway, he was around forever, man. The a smoker you, you drink, drink, the player, the player you, you get. get from that was Joe Walsh. Walsh. That's a great just, fucking album, man. Oh I love that. Gosh, I just uh, Chicago that album Six, up. and I couldn't tell you what songs were on, mm-hmm. but I know I had that album. Uh, yeah, Sly and the Family Stone, Fresh. Fresh. There you go. I'm surprised yeah. that they were still putting albums out in 73. The Guess Who 10? 
Uh, the Partridge Family, for those of you who are listening. Oh, uh, well, yeah. We'll Carol King, pass. Budgie, that was great. Never Turn Your Back on a Friend. That album was really cool. And uh, apparently the uh, soundtrack, well, it's called a soundtrack to Jesus Christ Superstar, but it's not actually the soundtrack. It's, it's the songs that were used in. Right, and you know who, the, who sings Jesus, Jesus in that, on that album. I do, but I can't yes, you remember. Do. Ian Gillen of Deep Purple yeah, is Jesus yeah. of that album. And to some people, when he sings, he's just, he is Jesus. <laughs> so moving on to July, second half of the year. And we don't have to keep going this, Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, Jethro Tulsa Passion Play. Yeah. Uh, that album came out, a Bob Dylan album, a Queen album, Elvis Presley, Grand Funk Railroad. Grand Rufus, Funk, we're an Genesis, American band. Santana, uh, uh do it with oh. uh, John McLaughlin, uh, Mop the Hoople, uh, and ZZ Top, uh, Tres Hombres. The Dolls, the New York Dolls, they were fucking huge. All of those albums so far, save maybe three, I played the crap out of. It. Exactly. Uh, there's a Barry Manilow uh, album there for people that are into that. Steely Dan. Countdown, Countdown to, to Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Sticks uh, 2. Sticks 2 was the one lady was on. That yes. was their big breakthrough, yes. right? 1973. You know, they played the turnabout dance or the homecoming dance at my high school the year before I, the year before I started high school. Oh, what a great story. That I'm is telling uh, you. that's good stuff. Uh, right so there. August Sweet the Sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, you know, still gets played at wedding receptions and all ballroom blitz. Yeah, I heard that this week on mm-hmm. uh, the radio there. Uh, Stevie Wonder's Inner Visions. We're okay. in August now. We're in August yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asley Bullers, 3 plus 3. And uh, hold on. You passed up, again, maybe not what we're listening to, but Roberta, Roberta Flack, Killing Me Softly. That song was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, she had a couple of big, My sister big actually mentioned, I, I had texted a song mm-hmm. to my sister last night, actually something by Joe Jackson that we spoke about in a previous right, right. Uh, episode. And... She sent it back saying, "You know, I think that we I don't we don't know enough Joe Jackson because if it's not perfect, he doesn't put it out." And that re- and she said that reminds her of Roberta Flack. That's oh, why we yeah. never got enough Roberta Flack is what she was saying. Right. Um, sing it There's again, Isley Brothers. Oh yeah, three plus three. Uh, Red Stewart. Oh, Leonard Skinner pronounced Leonard Skinner. That's that was, yeah, that's a huge album. Yeah. Uh, My brothers uh, burned that to pieces for me. George Benson, Body Talk. Let's get it on by Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gaye. That's, Let's that's, get it on. That in itself would be the whole year you could do that. Yeah, Rolling Stone, Goat's Head Soup. Holy smokes. Golden Earring, Moon Tan. That right. was the album. Brothers and Sisters, Almond Brothers. That's yeah, also, yeah. that was the album, right? I mean, uh, it's just... War, Deliver the, Deliver the Word, Van Morrison, Hard Knows the Highway. My gosh. So okay. much stuff. Blood, sweat, and tears, no sweat. Okay. And Brownsville Station, yeah. And that was the uh, Smoking Ain't Allowed in School Smoke, album. Yeah, Smoking in the Boys Room. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, okay, so, and then in September, we got another Johnny Cash and another Uriah, Uriah Heep. Heep. And Frank, Frank Zappa, Zappa Overnight Sensation, there. which is my favorite Zappa album. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Clapton's Rainbow Concert. Uh, the Raspberries, Side 3. You know, there's some good raspberries, actually. I know there are. I'm not talking about the little bubbly fruits. I'm Um, off and on with, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, my gosh. It was right there in my head, and now I lost it. The lead singer. He's had his own solo career. Yeah, Eric something. Eric. Never mind. We're moving on because this isn't supposed to be positive. There you go. Um, Billy Preston, everybody likes some kind of music. There you go. Gentle Giant. Giant. Then Lizzie Vagamons. Let's see. Genesis. Roy Orbison in there. Selling England by the Pound. Another huge album. Status quo, hello. Slade, Sladest. 
James Gang Bang. That's a great album. Yeah. There's not a bad song yeah. on that oh album. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Sharehead Half Breed. That was a big deal. That was a, a got a that Poco was, Crazy Eyes. Now yeah. you may or may not be a Poco fan, but that that was before when Tim Schmidt was still in yes, that band Timothy before he Schmitt joined the there. Eagles, right? Yeah. Ohio uh, Players Ecstasy. That's a great album. Yeah. Uh, Chris Christopherson and Rita Coolidge did a, an album that year. Let's see. Another I Can Tina Turner. That's two. Oh, that's live. That's oh, live. Okay. okay. We're not, I well, see. I guess we can count that one. Atomic Rooster. An average white band. Show Your Hand. Another A-W-B. great band and a great album. Wild and Peaceful by Cool and the Gang. October. In October. Billy Cobham Spectrum. I can stop right there. That's probably the seminal fusion album for me. It's amazing. Yeah. Tommy Bolin, Jan Hammer, oh Billy Cobb. It's, it's amazing. It's it's also an intense listen because they're playing their asses off. <laughs> you really got to be. You get you, you got to get committed. Sweat, yeah, you get committed sweat, to listen to it. Yeah, and uh, Billy Cobb, the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a machine. I like. Oh my god. I don't think he's. I don't think he's actually human. Right. Um, Lou Reed, Berlin. That was yeah. an album with that had some uh, 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 David Bowie input. Right. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. That's the second. That's the second big Elton John album that year, right? right? Uh, Caravan for girls who grow plump in the night. I want to say I know that Caravan album, but whatever. Go on. Yeah, I I don't know. Brian Ferry, Three Dog Night, uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Renaissance. Ashes are Ashes are Burning. Um, If you don't know Renaissance, they were. I mean, the name kind of gives it away. it's a little bit orchestrated and, you know, sort of dramatic, and it's kind of trying to be period music, but it was kind of cool. It was really kind of cool. And they had some songs all over the place with that. Frank Sinatra. Um, Jackson Brown's For Every Man. That was a pretty big album. Big. The band. Uh, another Fleetwood Mac album came out. Uh, CCR Live in Europe. Oh, yeah. Montrose, yeah, yeah. Montrose. That's the Montrose, yes. Montrose. Yeah, we've yeah. we've both gone over that one more than once. Bob Marley and the Whalers Burn In. America, America. Hat Trick. That was their third album. Obviously. Steve Miller Band, The Joker. The the album like that was. We're yeah. still in 1973, kids. Still in 1970. Uh, Black Oak. Well, okay, we're gonna skip. Yeah, uh, we're about to skip over David Bowie pinups because Black Oak, Arkansas, who probably isn't familiar to a lot of people. I mean, that band was so great. They were so weird and so great. Lots of um, very flowery in their dress. and Yeah, yeah. Uh, but who's Quadrophenia, since we're talking albums, yeah, right? Yeah, huge. Um, Herbie Hancock's Headhunters, that was an amazing, amazing album. Amazing. It's Like You Never Left by Dave Mason. We're both kind of closet Dave Mason fans. Yeah. New Writers of the Purple Sage, we've talked about them before. NRPS or NERPS. Yep. Uh, Rick Derringer's All-American Boy, that was kind of yeah. his debut after he left. Uh, right, right. Yeah, 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 that guy. Focus, uh, and they had a song called Hocus Pocus. That's a live album at the Rainbow, but Focus had a song called Hocus Pocus. Another, part, called Hocus another Pocus. Partridge Family. Another Partridge family. family. They were poor, putting them out. And David Cassidy on his own there. Um, Bloggins Blog Cena has one here. Uh, Glenn Campbell. Greg Allman's Laid Back, which I believe was the first one that he did yeah. by himself, if I yeah. could be wrong, because his brother had just passed, if I'm not mistaken. Fairport, Fairport you remember them? I Fairport had not thought about them in a long time, but I do remember a couple of their songs. I only knew stuff that was on, music, the, on the radio. Yeah. Um, on the Road, Traffic, Traffic, that's their live album live there. Album. Uh, let's see. I don't know if that Don McLean album had Miss American Pie on it, playing favorites. Yeah, but there's it sounds a, like it's probably might have been a covers. collection of covers and stuff. Right, Kraftwerk. 
uh, is really interesting to listen to if you get the chance. To it's kind of craft work. very early techno. Very early techno. You know, Devo drew from craft work and this and that. They were really, really influential in the techno realm with a lot of what what came out of it for a very long time. John Prine, Bonnie Raitt, and, and, who, who and John Prine and Bonnie Raitt are kind of they're connected in other ways. But this year they happen to both put an album, right, right. An album out in October. All right, running in November here. And I'm sure we've bored, we've lost some people, but uh, this is just amazing to me. Roxy Music, Stranded. That's a great, that's the, the Strand is on that yeah. album. Ringo Star, Ringo, Hall & Oates, Abandoned Luncheonette, which, is that their, is that a first-ish first or second I don't know, they've been marking um, debuts on here, so I, I so would not a think debut, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, another, another Springsteen song, The Wild, the Innocent, the E Street Shuffle. Or not song, but album. Uh, album I'm sorry. Right, right. Uh, Jay Giles Band, Ladies, Ladies Invited. Another Nazareth Lazarus album. Not proud. Billy Joel's, Joel's Piano Man. Right. right. Santana, Welcome. Uh, Bette Midler. Another Mahavishnu. Oh wait, it wasn't Mahavishnu. It was John. Uh, John uh, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Um, John Lennon's Mind Games. There's okay. Just tossing that out. Out that one out there. The Kinks. Preservation right. Act One. Uh, Beach Boys album. Absolutely. Uh, that's live. Beach Boys in concert. Right, and the second Yono Yono Ogo Yoko Yoko Ono. Easy for me. We're not even drinking. Alice Cooper had an album. Badfinger Ass came out that year. Manfred Man's Earth Band, Solar Fire, Black Sabbath, Sabbath Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Sabbath, My gosh, Roy Gallagher Tattoo was a great album. Absolutely, April Wine. That would have had to been one of their very early albums. Electric Jewels had to be very early. Michael Stanley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Friends and Legends. That's a yeah, great album. Another that's a John, great album. Another I John Denver. Robert Fripp and Brian Eno. That had to have been the weirdest group of people yeah. putting together an album. Very like, cool. In their sessions, it must have just been nuts there. Electric Light Orchestra on the third day. Right. The OJs, Ship Ahoy. Right, right. Uh, Jerry Jeff Walker and uh, Viva and Terlinga. Spooky Tooth Witness. Great song. Come on. Great Redbone. Is yeah. that, that's not Leon Redbone. No, no, that's Redbone. Redbone. Yeah, that my wife has a ringtone. That's yeah, yeah, songs. yeah. Uh, and then in December, which is a, a small month generally for releases, <laughs> right? Um, again, a second uh, Al Green album, Living ELP, for You. ELP, Brain Salad Surgery. If it works for you, it can work for me. Emerson Lake and Palmer Brain Salad Band Surgery. Band on the Run by McCartney and Wings. 1990 by The Temps. Uh, Ario Speedwagon, Riding the Storm Out. Riding the Storm Out, right? yeah. Huge. Uh, Croce, Huge I Got a Name. That was a posthumous release. Right. Uh, let's see. BTO. BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive 2. two. Another Wishbone Ash. Yeah, Donovan, that's another Wishbone Ash yeah. live. Those uh, are my Daredevils. There you go. There you go. James, James Brown. Brown. The Payback. So It's exhausting. Yeah, that's 1973. That's just one year. There's. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. This is hilarious. Down below that is release dates unknown for other stuff released. Oh, what and there are... Ask? Oh, there's got to be 150 there's songs there. More. Right? So we're just very, very briefly kind of here. Anybody that's... Uh, there's Gladys Knight in there. There's John Farley, Main Ingredient, uh, Curtis Mayfield, Ike Turner, Staple Singers, Charlie Rich. My gosh, the Isaac MGs. Hayes. Oh, Booker T and the MGs. Booker T and the MGs used to uh, love. Yeah. Um, Leon Russell, Bo Diddley. Return to Forever, man. Talk about Return another. Return to Forever. Man. Roy Harper. Donovan. My gosh, look at all the there. And they Leon don't Russell. know the... And they don't they even don't know, know the, the date. Dates. So these, there's 75. Thelonious Monk, well, that, that has, yeah, Monk yeah, in Tokyo. Absolutely. 
So there's a good another 150 oh, songs. Uh, mind-boggling. That are just this. Is, okay, so this we do this uh, annually. Yes, because you can't do it any more frequently <laughs> than more than annually. Absolutely, that was exhausting. Yeah, I mean that was 15 minutes of time that and we just spent. mind blowing. Yeah, so um, and I, I did that uh, by googling albums that came out in 1973, and it's a wiki page, a Wikipedia right, page. Right. So if you, it, you know, the year you were born, the year you got married, the year your kid was born, you want to see what's going on with that. Get out there and look, and you'd be amazed. I mean, 1973 to me, when I kind of glanced around a little bit. I, I didn't see another year that was this impactful. Right. But they all have a tremendous amount of stuff oh, coming out, right? you have to. You have to. And it, I mean, I'm sure it holds true for any year, you know, depending on your age and what right. music you're listening to. It probably holds holds true. There are plenty of albums we didn't name in here, country oh, albums. Yeah, and so on and absolutely. So and pop, top 40 stuff. Right, and, top 40 stuff that we didn't we didn't touch on. And stuff that we, we're not familiar with as well, right? Sure, but, sure. Yeah. Um, so, but man, what a fun! And again, thanks to Wikipedia, go donate to Wikipedia, folks. Um, a lot of people around the world contributing to how did that get built? Right. Somebody with an interest sat down, or a group of people, yeah, it's a group, it's, it's a you group know, of contributed, yeah, exactly, built that together because the wiki site is there to be able to do that with. So it's awesome. Yes. Well, we got a little bit off track there, but that's what we do for a living, right? That's what is supposed to happen. So I so. think that's probably going to bring us to the end of an episode, and I'm sorry that we were, ran short on... <laughs> I'm sorry that we ran short on the uh, the prime cuts that we usually do there, that, that main piece of our... <clears throat> Right. Lyric exchange. But that should just make you hungry to get back and get some more in the next episode, right? Was that You want some more? Well, here's some more. Here's some more. um, So at any rate, I guess we're out for this time, and we'll see you next time. We are Mixed Apes, and this was... You Should Know This Song. Thanks for listening. Hey, how you feeling after that? You doing okay? You got all your uh, faculties in check? Um, uh, as much as I did when I got here, but <laughs> I think you were probably talking to the people outside the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I'm Reed. And, and I'm Race. And we are mixed apes uh, together and and actually apart. Uh, <laughs> I guess it still applies. Um, we're so glad that you guys uh, uh, took the time to listen to what we're doing here, hopefully because you enjoy it. Yeah, well, I mean, there's hope there's not somebody bending your armor or something. Yeah, know? yeah. We just want to <laughs> say to thanks head. for joining us, man. I, we are we are really having a blast, and it's it's the fact that you guys are out there listening, and we are seeing an increase in followers. Um, I, I don't know why, but it's happening. <laughs> right. uh, it makes it all the difference in the world. It really does. Absolutely. As you know, we are, uh, again, Mixed Apes, and we have a website that you can get to if you just type in you should know this song.com. And when you're there or when you're listening to us on your podcast app, we're asking you to follow and share, uh, subscribe, like, comment. Yes. Uh, anything Input. you can do to, to let us, we, we want to hear from you. Let us know you're right. out there. Feedback. Tell your friends. Embarrass yourself in front of your family and let them know that you listen to this kind of thing secretly. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, we want to thank you again for joining us. We will talk to you next time. Please come back. Please come back. We're out. We're out.